Welcome to episode 272 of the Truth Quest podcast, the truth about the lost credibility of Trump-hating shit-talkers. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, share the episodes with your friends, and support the podcast at truthquestshirtfactory.com, where we produce shirts inspired by various podcast episodes that include catchy phrases that are sure to draw attention. All shirts are $30 and include free shipping. Donald J. Trump is a destructive force. I'm not referring to anything he does, I mean his very existence is a destructive force. The very fact that words emanate from his mouth is a destructive force. He is personally responsible for the destruction of the credibility of millions of people, some of whom you know personally. He's personally responsible for the destruction of the credibility of an entire industry formerly known as journalism and dozens of media outlets that purportedly employed said journalists. Collectively, we'd call these people Trump-hating shit-talkers. This episode is a reflection on how short-sighted the shark-jumping Democrats and leftists have been for, well, really decades, but it's been on steroids since Trump came down the escalator in 2015. The left got fat, they got sloppy and apathetic in recent years because the alphabet soup conspiracy media did all their heavy lifting and covered for them while the alternative media repeatedly called out their lies, propaganda, and lost credibility. These assholes reported blatant lies like Russia-Trump collusion and all things COVID to their readers and viewers, and more often, they lied by omission, meaning they would show all the flaws, even fake and contrived ones of anyone conservative or Republican, and ignore real flaws, illegalities, perversions of anyone liberal or with a D next to their name. Much of this can be explained in detail in two episodes that I produced previously. Episode 73, The Truth About Trump Derangement Syndrome, and Episode 180, The Truth About Mass Psychosis. The obvious point I want to make in this episode is that you cannot believe anything that comes out of the mouth of any prominent Democrat elected official. They are all corrupt, and most of them are immoral as well. You must also discount anything that comes out of the mouths of most prominent national Republicans. Many of them are equally as corrupt and immoral as their Democrat counterparts. You certainly cannot believe anything you hear on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, NPR, or CBS. Ditto for what you might read in the Washington Post, Politico, Huffington Post, Mother Jones, etc. Now, I'm not saying they don't sometimes report the truth. You just have to assume they are lying and do your own verification. Additionally, given the willful negligence and gross mismanagement that resulted in the manslaughter and maiming of millions of people via an experimental injection, the entire medical establishment, the CDC, the FDA, NIH, should never be trusted again. That includes many of your very own doctors who just told you to get the jab without doing an ounce of research. All of these people, institutions, elected officials, and media outlets have lost credibility. And the truth about lost credibility is, once lost, it is extremely difficult to recover. It doesn't matter if you were lied to in a relationship, or a politician lies to you, or a media outlet does the same. Lost trust is rightly tough to regain. Not only do these people have no credibility, but they have no principles other than they want their team to win. The ends justify the means, party over principles. Check out episode 266, The Truth About the Ends Justify the Means, for a deeper look into that topic. For the rest of this episode, I'm going to bring the receipts, as they say. 
I put together a list of incidents and events focusing primarily on Joe Biden to demonstrate the lost credibility of the members of this life losers club, these Trump-hating shit-talkers. In order for something to make this list, it had to meet the following criteria. That is, if a Republican elected official, a Republican administration, or a Republican president did any of these things, your liberal friends, the alphabet soup conspiracy media, every liberal talking head, and every Democrat member of Congress would have raised holy hell. The next time one of your liberal or Democratic friends, family, or social media connections bitches about something a prominent Republican says or does, pose a simple question. Something like, what did you have to say when, or what would you say if, for example? The next time you hear a Trump-hating shit-talker complain about a politician lying, ask them, what did you have to say when Joe Biden, a known pathological liar, told and retold blatant, proven lies about things such as the million-mile Amtrak story with his friend Angelo, or lying about his first wife's death, or his thousands of miles of train travel with Chinese Chairman Xi, or his son Bo dying in Iraq, or Brian Sicknick being killed by rioters on January 6th, or not knowing anything about his crackhead son's business dealings. Check out episode 223, The Truth About Joe Biden's Lying, for a complete rundown. The next time you hear a Trump-hating shit-talker complain about the corruption of a prominent Republican, try asking them something like, what did you have to say about the obvious, decades-long corruption and influence peddling of Joe Biden? Oh, right. We already know the answer to that. You said, there's no evidence. Which, after evidence surfaced, you modified the statement to say, there's no direct evidence. Now these same people with no credibility bite their lip and don't say shit. What would you have to say if a prominent Republican was run out of a previous race for a political office because it was discovered that he is a serial plagiarist? You mean like Joe Biden? What would you say if Eric Trump had a laptop full of videos and pictures showing him doing blow and having sex with prostitutes? What if that same laptop had thousands of text messages demonstrating his father was involved in his illegal business activities? What would you say if the media censored any mention of this so-called laptop from hell? What would you say if Eric Trump denied the laptop was his and then three years later sued journalists for exposing the laptop that wasn't his? Check out episode 184, The Truth About the Laptop from Hell, if you want to look at that more deeply. What would you say if one of Trump's kids was a known drug and sex addict? He or she had been in and out of rehab on more than one occasion. What if Trump then used that child to travel the world collecting bags of cash as payment for his father's influence? You know, exposing his child to more and more temptations and ungodly amounts of money? Sounds like father of the year stuff, doesn't it? Do you remember when Trump-hating shit-talkers wanted Trump removed from office via the 25th Amendment, despite the fact that there was no evidence of a defrayed mental capacity? These same people remain mute with their guy who clearly has dementia. I mean, the guy cannot even walk upstairs without causing an international incident. They have to use the short stairs in Air Force One. He reads words like comma and end of paragraph when reading from the teleprompter. He tells audiences that he was raised Jewish or raised in a Puerto Rican community. And the next day he tells people he marched in Selma. Let's face it. Biden has been an idiot for a long time. He has always been cocky and full of shit. 
He's always been a liar, but the years of corruption that he has marinated in has rotten him to the core. This is elder abuse. But coming from a father of the year's family, I guess they lead by his example. He gets what he deserves. Talk about a dysfunctional family. You people used to talk shit about Trump and his kids, all of whom appear to be well-adjusted, productive members of society. Meanwhile, Joe's kids are sex and drug addicts, one of whom takes pictures of himself smoking crack, banging whores, and demonstrating what methamphetamine does to your teeth. The manner in which the Biden kids turned out really are not that surprising, given that they are the product of Joe, who, among other things, has a penchant for sniffing and smelling children in his midst, which, according to his daughter Ashley's diary that she left behind in her sex rehab center, included her. In the diary, she recounts that Joe took inappropriate showers with her as a child, which led her to require treatment for sex addiction. We know what all you shit talkers had to say about Trump's lawsuit with the former stripper and his multiple divorces, but come on. We know you have no credibility, but have you no decency either? Creepy Joe sniffs little girls and creepily touches women on the shoulders and took showers with his daughter. And you say nothing. You people would have killed to have a story like that on Trump. Hell, you spread the lie about the Russian strippers peeing in his bed for four years with no evidence. You people are pathetic. The next time you hear from those no-credibility Trump-hating shit-talkers bashing the economy under a Republican president, ask them why anyone should listen to them. Ask them, aren't you the same people who ignored the roaring economy during Trump's first three years before COVID? Who spent your time constantly talking down the economy for those three years? Follow that up with this. What did you have to say about Bidenomics? You can say something like, I seem to recall you people telling us that there is no inflation, which was followed shortly by inflation is transitory, which was followed again by inflation is down. It's only 7%. Last year it was 9 They simply ignore Biden's economy while they wonder why their grocery bill is 100% higher than it was two years ago. This is a perfect example of how ignorance is no longer bliss. It is dangerous. By the way, if you appreciate that expression, that's one of the shirts we offer at TruthQuest Shirt Factory. According to the no-credibility Trump-hating shit-talkers, we should ignore not only inflation, but generation-high mortgage rates, record national debt, out-of-control government spending, the Federal Reserve's endless printing of money, the loss of the international status of the U.S. dollar as the reserve currency. We should ignore wage levels being down, tax receipts down, a collapse in the trucking industry, and records being broken all over the economy, like record levels of car repossessions, record levels of young people living with their parents because they can't afford their own place, and record levels of personal debt, among other things. Here's a perfect example of how these losers lost their credibility. Do you remember them screaming about Trump putting kids in cages at the border? That was the subject of episode 51, if you're interested. The credibility-killing question posed to them back then was, what did you have to say 12 months ago when Obama was still president and those same kids were being held in those same so-called cages? Answer, not a damn thing because they don't really care about policy. They care about their team winning. They care about scoring points by assassinating the character of their political foes. See, it turns out that the Obama administration started this policy of separating migrant children at the border from the adult population in order to protect them from being abducted or maybe sexually abused by non-family members. 
Trump assumed office and maintained this important safety program. And all we heard was kids in cages, kids in cages at the border. Not only do these people have no credibility, but they are shallow. Well, I heard CNN or NPR about Trump's policy. It sounded really bad. At the end of the day, these folks have no principles other than my team good, Trump bad. While we're on the topic of the border, ask your Trump hate and shit talking friends what they would have said if Trump had ended the practice of DNA testing of minor migrants and the person claiming them to make sure that they were kin, which is what Biden did. He's letting sex traffickers walk away with these migrant children. You can also ask them what they would have said if Trump left the border wide open, allowing terrorists and other bad actors into the country, or if he turned the border patrol into a concierge service for the illegals both of which Biden did, and these lame, shallow shit-talkers remain strangely mute. Do you think it's because they know they have no credibility? What would you say if, under Trump's watch, American hostages were taken by a terrorist group and no effort was made to identify them or demand their return, and then Trump released $16 billion in frozen assets to the nation that funds said terrorist group? Would you find it strange that the alphabet soup conspiracy media simply refused to cover the hostage situation, other than with brief surface-level mentions? What would you Trump-hating shit-talkers have to say if Trump pulled the U.S. military out of Afghanistan in the middle of the night, leaving thousands of Americans and American allies behind, and lying to the British about doing such? They would have impeached him for sure, and he would have deserved it. Hell, they already impeached him over a phone call and again over the bullshit Fedsurrection on January 6th. On top of that, Biden and his commanders on the ground in Afghanistan are directly responsible for the 13 dead Marines and almost 200 civilians at the hands of a suicide bomber outside Hamid Karzai International Airport in Kabul. The suicide bomber was being actively tracked by U.S. military assets. The sniper that had him in his sights before he blew himself up testified before Congress that he could have killed him that day, but his commanders refused to give him the order. He, by the way, sustained serious injuries from the blast. It's almost like Biden and team were looking for a catastrophe that day. These no-credibility Trump-hating shit-talkers told us for four years that Trump was going to ruin our international relationships. Then Biden actually does ruin many, to the extent that some foreign leaders refuse to meet with him or even take his calls. And these shit-talkers remain silent. Speaking of no credibility, what did these people say about the evidence that the U.S. bombed Germany's Nord Stream pipeline while trying to blame Russia? Not a damn thing, because they have no credibility. They are pathetic losers. Did these folks ever speak out about the massive, decades-long money laundering operation known as Ukraine? Of course not, because the laundered money invariably landed in the hands of the Democratic Party. Clearly, the priorities of the Biden administration are not on America or Americans, and the shit-talkers appear to be okay with that. I mean, you don't leave the border wide open, send over $100 billion to Ukraine, and ignore the pleas of hundreds of thousands of homeless Americans, including veterans, while also ignoring East Palestine, Ohio, and Maui, Hawaii. If the shit-talkers would expend a fraction of the energy they put into killing babies in the womb, or pushing for censorship of nonconformists, or trying to find hate speech, or pushing boys and men into girls' and women's sports, if they put a half of the amount of energy into helping their fellow citizens, I might cut them some slack. But they have zero credibility. What would these no-credibility Trump-hating shit-talkers have to say if Trump repeatedly misquoted his political opponent and cast him or her as extremists, deemed his opponent and his supporters the most dangerous problem facing America? 
What would they say if Trump incited violence by constantly talking about white supremacy? Biden did and does all of these things. If you're interested in a recap of Joe Biden's career, check out episode 91. Let's shift our focus away from the literal shit for brains resident of the United States and his dreadful policies that are destroying the country in which our no credibility, Trump hating shit talking friends and family idly sit by and say nothing and review some miscellaneous news stories and events and examine how these people reacted to them. For example, the clear dual justice and lawfare system currently deployed by Democrats against all things Trump, Michael Flynn, Peter Navarro, Rudy Giuliani, Trump himself, Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, Trump's former attorneys, etc., etc. The list is remarkably long. Anything from our cheerleading, principalist, no-credibility colleagues? Trump himself is facing an absurd 700 years in prison for doing nothing wrong other than spit in the eye of the establishment. They want to strip him of his company with no trial when he committed no crime. Then you have the Russia collusion hoax and two impeachments. All were farces, and you shit-talkers say nothing. This is Tim Pot dictator third-world country shit, and you know credibility Trump-hating shit-talkers are complicit. Meanwhile, shit-for-brains Biden is clearly a felon, and you got jack shit to say about that. Do these people want crackhead Hunter Biden prosecuted? Do they push to get to the bottom of the cocaine in the White House incident? Do they call that a national disgrace? You people have no problem with Biden's corrupt Justice Department labeling concerned parents domestic terrorists or prosecuting silent protesters outside an abortion clinic. You guys must kill babies, because it's a choice. What would you say if a judge that donated to an anti-Biden PAC was sitting in judgment of whether Biden should be allowed to be on the ballot in a state due to insurrection, even though he has never been charged nor convicted of such a crime? These same people will preach to us about threats to democracy, but will endorse the effort to remove Trump from the ballot, in so doing directly undermining the democratic process. I mean, have these people ever played chess or checkers for that matter? Do they ever look one move ahead of what they're thinking, what they're saying? Do they ever contemplate how stupid and inconsistent they are? If you encourage, cheered, or endorse a January 6th fiasco, you will never have any credibility going forward when it comes to the prosecution of anything or anyone. You didn't complain about the lack of transparency of the committee or the fact that the only two Republicans on the committee were pathetic life-loser hacks. Did you guys speak up and call out the Brian Sicknick charade? Do any of you hacks care or even know that the Biden administration has diverted air marshals to follow January Sixers around rather than real potential terrorists? People who just happen to be in the D.C. area on January 6, 2021, are followed by marshals rather than real people of interest. What did the principalist, no-credibility, Trump-hating shit-talkers have to say about mass censorship of all things Trump, all things COVID? as documented by the Twitter files, the Facebook files, Missouri v. Biden, the Select Committee on Weaponization of the Federal Government. Nothing. They didn't say anything. They love it. What about the classified document scandal? Trump's home is raided. Joe's garage in the Penn Biden Center, or Biden Penn Center, whatever it's called, is left untouched, and no charges are filed against Biden, despite the fact that Trump has legal standing and Biden does not. Or let's go back a few years. What have these people ever had to say about the numerous transgressions committed by Hillary Clinton? The illegal email server, Benghazi, Steele dossier, Russia collusion, her claims of election interference in 2016? 
nothing. They say nothing because they have no credibility. Apparently, it's okay for Democrats to dispute elections in 1968, 2000, 2004, and 2016, but GOP voters who dispute the real voter fraud, the real illegalities, improprieties, and and irregularities in 2020, they are election deniers. They are domestic extremists. These people oppose voter ID laws due to privacy concerns, but were proponents of vaccine mandates with oddly no privacy concerns. What would the principalist, no-credibility, Trump-hating shit-talkers say if Trump denied Secret Service protection to one of his political opponents like Biden has done to RFK Jr.? I could go on forever, but I'll leave you with one final thought about how the principalist, no-credibility, Trump-hating shit-talkers react to mass shootings. They always assume the suspect is a conservative, straight white male, which, of course, is never the case. More often than not, mass shootings are perpetrated by mentally ill leftists because violence is an acceptable action for those on the left wing of the political spectrum. Check out episode 270 for a comprehensive address of that topic. And that's the truth about the lost credibility of Trump-hating shit-talkers. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, share episodes with your friends, and support the podcast at truthquestshirtfactory.com.